You guys ready? Yes, I like that. Are we going on three? Wait, are we going on three or after three? All right, guys. It's now or never. Hands in. One, two. Hello, welcome to another episode of season four of Three and a Half Gentlemen, the podcast where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis of moves from our private collections, and one tries desperately to harmonize. We'll let you decide which host is which, but for now, my name is Sean, and with me, as always, are my uh, oh, my co-hosts, Jeremiah. I ate my twin in the womb, yo. Eddie. Wow. Aka, excuse me? It's a toner, a musical boner. <laughs> and Brandon. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> there it is. He's still aqua awkward. What's I'm up? Yo? If you would have said nothing, if you would have said nothing, just whisper, that would have been good. I was oh, looking at my great. notes for yeah. a quote though. I was looking at my notes. <laughs> just whisper Ye horrible. <laughs> I love Skylar Aston. I'll put that out there. He's he's dreamy. Yeah. He is. All right, guys. So uh, with season four, we're returning to form from season one. Instead of picking movies in a, a specific genre, we're each picking movies that we just want to talk about. That said, after choosing the movies for the seasons, we also have grouped them into specific focuses. Hmm. Whether it'll be influential di- uh, directors, mysteries, blockbusters, uh, bad romances, and beyond. Addis- additionally, uh, throughout the season, we will be including some uh, new releases in theaters and streaming, as well as some TV uh, seasons. Seasons one or two, or a couple seasons. What was it, me or Eddie? Whoa. No, it's Eddie. It's, it's always it's a, it's it's TV always season Eddie. one or it's two. It's always I like, Eddie. I always, always mess up that <laughs> back end of it. Just say a TV, a TV season or two. I will rewrite it next <gasps> week. Can I? Can I? Can I just make one suggestion? Yeah, yeah. Just read what? it. Oh, okay. I see what you say. Just read the words. <laughs> I read it by I read it by myself and I still blum. Okay, I, I, okay, so Jeremiah, start over. No, 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 I, no I want Jeremiah, to keep it. Go ahead. So Aka, Aka, bitch. Yeah, so Aka, believe me on this, yo. As we, as with every review we give, our goal is to answer one simple question: How many drinks does it take to get through the film we've just watched? Now, at the end of the podcast, we'll rate the movie based on a scale of zero to five. Zero being a perfect film that you can watch stone cold sober, and five being sort of the film that makes you want to puke all over the stage during your final performance at an acapella competition. It happens, guys. It happens. Does it tell? With that, what movie do we have harmonizing its way into our love lives tonight, gentlemen? Oh, wow. Well, tonight we have 2012's Pitch Perfect. This film follows the exploits of a college a cappella team, the Bellas, and their new team member, Becca as they battle it out for campus for campus singing domination. Damn, I'm pulling an Ed now. This film is led by Anna Kendrick, words, Brittany Snow, Becca! Rebel Wilson, and Skylar Aston, among others. Pitch Perfect has an IMDb rating of 7.1 out of 10, has a critic score of 81%, an audience score of 83% respectively on Rotten Tomatoes, and it has spawned two sequels, which I need to talk about real quick, because damn it, after watching this first one, I went out and I bought the three pack and watched the other two right after it. So let's go. Wow. Nice. Look at let's this guy. Go. Let's Aka do it. Awesome. As, awesome. As, He's a fucking surprising for me too. Aka silence, please. Uh, as we, uh, as with every movie that we review, we try to pair our selections with a drink that we hope reflects the film. So Ed, why don't you take us through the cocktail that we'll be enjoying this evening? 
Mm, thank you, guys. Uh, so we're we're sitting back and sipping on the Titanium Cosmo brought to us by uh, Minha's Microbrewery. Uh, like the Bellas, at least the uh, Bellas at the end of the movie, uh, this is a drink that kits Aka ass. So pour over some ice and chug it straight from the bottle like any good college frat party. All right, let's yeah. uh let's let's uh let's find our way into the uh into the movie um where I I kind of I don't know. I I had a little bit of a hard time getting into this movie. Maybe it oh, was Oh, me too. Maybe it was because I, I, I okay, so here Glee came first, right? In 2009, yeah. but Glee did things with music with with mashups with all these different concepts that were a cappella related the nerds at school. And I was I I kind of felt like this was a complete ripoff of Glee, only not well as well done. So uh, that's where I kind of started with this movie. So wait, wait, Sean, did you okay. did you see this before? This is the first time you saw it. First time? No, this is the first time I've ever seen. Really? It. Okay, so oh. I remember going on a date with Amanda, uh, and we went and saw it in theaters, and I came out super disappointed. Like super disappointed. So uh, I haven't seen it in what, 12, so 10 plus years. And so when Eddie said, oh, I'm picking Pitch Perfect, I was pissed at you, Ed. Uh, because in my mind, it set there with, with uh, uh, what's, what's the fuck? Bridesmaids. Okay, so Bridesmaids and, and Pitch Perfect in my head, they lived on the same floor. Um, and I hate Bridesmaids. And I was super disappointed, not looking forward to coming into this. And even though I finished the movie uh, disappointed and, and thinking that it could have done better, I definitely think that it has uh, it has legs. I think it, it definitely has some legs to stand on, which is why uh, I enjoyed the hell out of the second two movies. Um, I never watched Glee. So no. I, I see your point, uh, Sean, going into yeah. this. You've watched Glee. So for me, this was this. It was something I've never watched. So from my point of view, going into this, it was something I never I, I knew what Glee was about, but I never really got into it. Mm. So I always thought that everything was so like high school musical. Everything's perfect. This movie made it seem a little more relatable of like, okay, they, they do songs and it wasn't like perfect. And the girl threw up on stage. It was funny stuff like that. For me, I always looked at Glee as like, it's too perfect for me. Yeah. Like they, they're, they're not high school. These guys are like all 30 and they're professionals. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I actually enjoy the shit out of this movie. I'm not going to lie. Like it was so fun them going to college and like the whole kind of like – First performance jitters, you know, you're puking on stage. I mean, listen, I mean, it happens to everyone. I don't know if that's happened to you guys, but, you know. Oh, God, it was I too do soon. Think that, uh, I do think me and Jeremy are, are closer on this movie than maybe Brandon and Eddie are. No, no, no. I, well, wait, 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 wait. Before we go, before we go, before we go, let me just go ahead and start with this. Ed, you're not going to be happy with uh, with my, my score. I'm not I'm not saying I like this movie. Did we but, switch movies midway? Because no, I thought you were going in. No, 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 no. Well, technically, let me, let me be clear. Like, I had bought a Amanda the three pack two Christmases ago because I had I needed to get her something else to put under the tree and I was like oh pitch perfect there's two other movies so Who Amanda the hell has knew? good taste in movies but you know <laughs> no, she didn't like <laughs> it either she literally she literally didn't like him either Amanda so, has good taste in movies. I, well not really oh. Jeremiah Jeremiah you me Jeremiah. You like two and three better so what I was trying to say like I think the movie is really fun yo I mean like I've seen this movie many many times and I was watching it the other week and it's still as funny as shit as the beginning I mean just the, yeah. the words you know like Adam, what's his name? Adam Devine. He goes up and goes, what's up, sisters before misters? Ye horrible. He's so fucking funny in this movie. And just like just the oh, harsh shit they say to him. each other. It's unforgiving. 
it's so fuck fun, dude. I, I love workaholics. I think he's one of the funniest fucking guys out there. I love that show. Bumper, you know, bumper. So it's bumper, yeah, it's right? Bumper, it's dude. like the smell. The smell of your weird is actually affecting my vocal cords. <laughs> like, like some of the shit he says is like I don't. It's almost like an office vibe. Like it is. It might not get away with it nowadays, but it's it is hilarious. Yeah. You you watch it every time and catch. I think things. between him and and Rebel Wilson, I think those are the two actors in the movie that really shine as far as comedy. I think the rest of them are kind of like, uh, you know, uh, and I find this with Anna Kendrick more than not is that she's boring. She's just, uh, she just doesn't yes. interest me on screen. <clears throat> yeah. Where I think Rebel Wilson stole the show, and I think yeah. that uh, I think uh, Bumper, uh, what's his name, Adam, uh, Adam, Adam Divine, Adam Divine. So he was he's been he's been on a, in a bunch of stuff, but at this point, and he's just freaking mm-hmm. hysterical. Everything yeah. he says is just off the wall funny, and and you know, I mean, he just came out with a a, a workout sandal. I mean, it was just it was very. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and they made a movie of just him with Pitch Perfect. I think. Yeah, it's on yeah, a TV Peacock. show. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon, go so, for it because I want to say something to you. Yeah, bumper. So I do want to talk about the the cast, and, and I think the cast is really tough for me, and this is one of the reasons I didn't like it back then, and and I. I struggle to really like it right now and that's because rebel wilson is one of my my least favorite actresses um i think she's a great person and everything like i i'm but every time i see her on screen i'm like that's somebody who's going way over the top now that being said re-watching this again for for us talking about this i thought that she kicked ass i thought that she was amazing in this role now that being said i do want to say anna kendrick is one of my least favorite actresses actors working um and she continues that feeling in this movie. And I think one of the, my biggest problems with this movie is that I, I didn't care about her. And I want to see if you guys feel the same way. Like she's so moody and like, yeah, she changes at the end, but she doesn't change enough for me to really give a shit. Jer. I actually thought Beck was a dick in this movie, man. I thought Jesse was too good for her, man. That's just my opinion. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I he was a cool guy, dude. Um, my, my note so, about bumper dude. Um, so Adam Devine, I read this and it made me laugh. He goes into audition this movie. He thinks it's a baseball movie, right? So it's like pitch perfect, right? So when they told him, Hey, uh, you're going to have to sing here. He's like on the spot. He went, I have no idea. And he busts out the full house theme for the audition and he fucking nailed it. And he got the spot and he got the job. So I thought that's that was good. really fucking funny. Just a, a little so note kind of on brand with his character. Go ahead. Ed. Sorry. <laughs> Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast Audio Branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. So I think, um, obviously, after this movie, Anna, uh, Anna's career, I mean, the only other time I saw her was in uh, Twilight, Twilight, break, uh, part one, I think, right? Yeah, that's the first time you see Anna Kendrick, I think. Yeah. So the, her career took off in a little way of this movie. She went kind of viral, bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this is a movie that she, it, it's it's not like there's a leading actress. And it, I think it, it ended up yeah. turning out that way. Yeah. Everyone's story has their big, like, it was almost better if she, like, I was almost agreeing with you. Like, yeah. if she's not on the screen, it's okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, like definitely. I like Bumper. I like Robert Wilson. I like yeah. You like the crew. Yeah, Jesse. Jesse. I like yeah. the whole crew. So I like the actors and the supporting cast. Like everyone, it was it, it made it, it. That's what made this movie that it wasn't. It was okay that Anna wasn't there. There was Britney Snow yes. out of nowhere every so she often. She was good. I mean, it was kind. Of, she was trying to do well. It. Freaking set So I was going to say like. It, yeah, it kind of enjoyed that part. The whole cast made it good because Anna Kendrick wasn't the leading role, mm-hmm. and she didn't need to be. Yeah. Like the, the only part I liked, I really, really enjoyed her was when she did that intro with the the cup, the cup yeah. song that took off. Yeah, that was yeah. Huge. And as someone who has yeah. not seen this movie, I have heard that fucking cup song so many <laughs> god blessed times. I don't ever want to hear it again. And no, then I got I get into the movie right. And she freaking sucks. She can't even turn the cup over, right? Like, it's not clean. I've seen so many more cleaner versions on YouTube. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, Jared's oh, going to do it. Damn it. <laughs> it just, it just, it's it just, it just ahead of its time, yeah. though. No one did that. Like, you're going to miss me. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, but let, let's, let's point to another actor, a part of the ensemble cast, which I think was very well used and honestly, has a great voice. I've only seen him in this is the second thing I've seen him in. He he just did Dear Evan Hansen and he mm-hmm. was Skyler's roommate. Ben and Platt. he has such a freaking great ben voice. Benji. Yeah. Um and, Benji. and if anyone gets a chance to see Dear Evan Hansen, it's a very hard movie to watch, but it is the music Cry. is phenomenal. And he his voice yeah. is so innocent and, and and he's getting old now. I wish that they had made the movie like ten years ago where he was like the yes. age. Like he looks like I'm like, oh my God, you're you're playing high school. You look, <laughs> you look like you're in like uh, like like he, like it's like a, a, a what is that career college like where you go back to high school? It looks after. like one of those eighties movies. Those eighties movies. I go to high school. But you're like you're thirty five years old. What the well, fuck the reason they they were for fun fact. The reason they had they cast him in the movie is because he was the one that started it in Broadway, and so they wanted to bring him back since it was his role. Oh no, in Broadway, I totally which I think is a cool I spot. That. But um, I haven't yeah. actually seen it. I really want to see that one. Yeah, can I ask you guys yes. something? I mean, you guys went to college together and whatnot. I mean, did. Uh, Benji remind you of Sean, you know, very into Star Wars, but also very great as a magician. No, yes. No. Oh my no. God. The, the, the magician part. No. All the Star Wars part was actually Brandon Moore. <laughs> no, listen, let's, listen, let's, listen, let's listen. hold on. Wait, no, 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 get, Ed, Ed, no, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. No, I want to talk about this. No, 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 Ed, remember when uh, Sean learned that he had uh, that the flaming paper and he was just going around to people being like, let me make this quarter disappear <laughs> and then flame in your face. Well, when Benji does it at the pool party and he like just drops down, I'm like, God damn it. That is Sean. Jerry, you're 100% right. <laughs> the, the thumb. The also thumb. the thumb. Sean, did you not have the thumb? You carried around the thumb oh, in your pocket for a while. Look, it's white. It's white. <laughs> I will acquiesce to the magic, which there is no greater uh, party than a magic party. I, I'm going to say that for Jeremiah. For this is why we need a but, YouTube channel so you can just do magic tricks. There but I had, a, but see, Sean, Sean knew when to bring it out. He brought it out not too early. He brought it when everyone was buzzed. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Fuck yeah, Sean!" That's the difference. Sean, with Sean. knows his audience. I do, I do. <laughs> but also, in addition to the close-up magic that was wonderful, I had much better style than Benji did because my apartment was always—I mean, it was the place everyone wanted to be. Everybody was, or it was the only place. In the part of this movie, I think for me personally, I love the riff-off. I think that's yes. one of the best scenes of the movie where everyone's getting together, the all the, the groups, and they're just going back and forth and back and forth. Mm-hmm. That was so fucking badass. So I mean, not only that, I wish that was longer. Yes. So not only that, but I think that that's that's the 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 turning point in the whole movie. At least for me, it was because I think if you watch it, 
it lags, it drags, it kind of sucks up until that point. And granted, that's the kind of thing that's kind of the whole point is that she brings that spark that, you know, contemporary music spark to the the group and, and they kind of riff off literally no with that. But my God, that that song and that rendition of that song, it's 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 great. It's fa- fantastic. And I just, Ed, I agree. I wish that they had kept that going longer. I could have watched the whole hour of that. And I don't mean to keep bringing it back to Glee, but what was so, uh, you know, whatever Glee became, which I think it became a monster of of hellish. It was a terrible show uh, in the end. Yeah. When you when you had there when you had that first episode and you had Don't Stop Believing, a 1980s you know song, and they did this acapella version of it. And you had this. It was like a, it was like nobody had ever heard this before. And that was so unique. I felt like this movie just didn't quite get to that point. And then you yeah. had to me, and I, I don't I'd be curious to see the timing because I bet right after this movie is when the pentatonics got big because yeah. the pentatonics then took there. I don't know. Anybody who hasn't heard of the pentatonics, you're living in a cave, but they have this beautiful acapella sound that, that mm-hmm. has been successful even to today. So what well, I think this movie just missed that boat. It's like it was the third best version yeah. of what they were trying to accomplish. And for me, it just didn't hit. Yeah. I'm going to have to disagree, disagree with you that on that. Sean. I disagree if you go with that. it. Go ahead. Eddie. Yeah, go, you go. Oh, it, I, mean, I feel like it, it exploded this whole acapella yeah. life. It just, it, it made it so much more. Everyone after this movie, Glee became bigger instantly. This this uh, this show was big already, but then pitch perfect, and all of a sudden you have yeah. a whole new audience of people who like. Wait, there's a show about this, and instantly you got a, a viewership that went up this year of 2012. So well, it was just an interesting. It was you know I, I obviously uh, there was also they made three movies, so they did have a good little uh, you know fan. But what Glee did, and I just thought this, Glee brought was, in the drama. Right, Glee brought yeah, Glee brought in the drama, and, and I think that it balanced Glee was already it so in much better. Four. Yeah, and Glee was already in season um, four when yeah. this movie yeah. came out. Jared. and I don't, re- I don't remember season one, two. Yeah, I heard about three. That's I'm just me. Yeah. So yeah. I feel that Pitch Perfect did a different thing for this type of style of music, and it actually introduced like EMD was pretty much fucking big at this time, yeah. and you can see like yeah. you know it actually brought that style into this particular music and sound. I think it did something totally different. Glee was doing its own thing. I think this became very big, especially for the motion pictures, especially, you know, spawning not one but two sequels, making millions and millions of dollars, man. I mean, this was one of those kind of like sleeper hits that kind of like took everyone by surprise. For me, for me, Glee was PG and this movie made it like, you know, like PG-13. It's if it that's makes a difference. But I enjoyed so much more Glee after watching this movie personally. And I mean, that's just me. Like, I think it did hit. It's, it's a movie that I can watch. Anytime it's funny as fuck, and the songs they pit too are very throwbacks to Breakfast Club and oh, I love some that. of these musics. Uh, as I, I liked how they were very creative yeah. uh, towards the end. I, I think the last right. two yeah. performances, the the performance where they kind of embraced Becca's mashup uh, idea, and then the finals, the final finals of the movie. I think those two performances were quite good. I think the the battle in the pool was quite good. Other than that, it just didn't quite give it to me. Like, it didn't quite give me anything. Yeah. And that's just a yeah. problem. I didn't well, really it's, care. It's kind of a joke to it, too, Brent and Michelle, when you think about it. I mean, it's making fun of itself. I mean, how serious it is and how yeah. it's kind of like, like overdone. Anna, Anna Kendrick is like, she's like, 
is this really a fucking thing? Like she, yeah. she is. She's laughing. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that aspect of it. But like the 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 prohibition against having relations with the Troubles. There was never any depth of character of why the Troubles were bad, what the Troubles had done to the Bellas, like why 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 and why were there three different groups on campus, like uh, singing at the same time? Like it, it was, was just it, it was four. <laughs> all right. Well, who's the fourth one? The you got the sacapellas, yeah. What's up? Yeah, the stoners. You got the high notes. The stoners and then the high notes, the troublemakers, and okay, then sorry. the bellas. Yeah. So there's four there's different some. groups at school. And I just I just felt like there I, I felt like there was they rushed into the music and the concept of the singing rather than developing the story. And maybe yeah. two and three did a better job of developing the story, but I doubt it. Yeah. I did see the trailer for number two, and Falou Laborg is in it, and he's one of my favorite uh, foreign actors. And so I'm very looking forward to see that one. Well, see, uh, Pitch Perfect 2 also has a, a cameo by the Pentatonic. So there you go. There's a shout out to them. But here, here's my my frustration and complaint. And, and honestly, it's not just directed at Pitch Perfect, but it's directed at all movies like Pitch Perfect. And that's it. I'm, I'm tired of the same paint by numbers, rote, predictable plot. Right. I, I want them to just shake things up. Right. I mean, it, it was so predictable. It was so formulaic. And to me, that's something that just it frustrates me. And going along with that. And this is just one last. See, Brandon, I, Brandon would have liked Brandon yeah. would have liked the nodes to be fatal. And then they all came. And because of her sacrifice. Somebody. Yes. They, you know, my God. No, that'd that's be great. what you want. You want it to be. No. You want it not here's to what be I want. Be here's what, no, 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 no. And the problem no, no, no. is that you're, you're trying to destroy a whole genre I don't want because you're bored with the genre. That's the problem. Spoiler alert. Not everyone here, here. watches shitty drama. But listen, listen. So I'm going to go against you, Sean, and that and tell you that, you know what? They didn't develop character enough, but because they relied so heavily on formula, which was a frustration to me, they can get away with not not developing the characters and the, the conflicts as much as they want. Now, one one other complaint, and God damn it, I, I'm going to just... I could rail on about this. I am tired of movies and TV shows, and Jerry, you're going to be on my back on this one, I promise that need the color commentary. Why the fuck do we need to have Elizabeth Banks and whatever his name is, who's always great and everything like they're funny, but goddamn, I'm tired of, of color commentary. I'm so tired like of it. Like no, that. I'm tired of that. Every movie, every sports movie. So what was it before this? What was it before oh, this? So oh, was like, no, God. before this was, Bob, uh, Bob, Bob Uecker in uh, major league, which yeah, major league, bro. Part no. of it. But, but then go, we've got go to go to it's a hot it's a, it's a bull strategy. You just watched it's a bull strategy. Yeah, it's cotton. a bull strategy, Cotton. Right? We got, strategy cotton. we got dodgeball. <laughs> Eddie, you <laughs> saw you saw Mighty Ducks too. I know because we talked about it. They've got the stupid commentary guy that's trying to be funny, but guess what? He's not funny. I just want them I mean, to not for rely the love on that. You talking about the the, the, the talking about for the, the love season, of the game? The, the yeah. For, yeah, we got the Phantom oh, Menace. That, God rest his soul, man. That's a <laughs> that's an angel you're talking about, Sean. Come on now. <laughs> so I like the commentary. Oh, I did I too. Like, oh my God, these guys fucking. They were like these guys suck. We bro. need a like, comp. Let's just move. We on. need a competitive like, dart movie. That's what I'm saying. What was that quote? Where like Elizabeth <laughs> Bank says. There's nothing more that makes a woman be, like a, than a man being <laughs> like a boy like or a, some shit. What was that? 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's singing like a boy. Yeah. So I, I will say, Sorry, I will say that their color commentary was particularly good until the end when, 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 it, and he said it a couple times, like, well, the women, the women groups, they just can't hit the low notes, and so like they, they you know, they're terrible, like, like they can't also be doctors, and it was just like this, also <laughs> this, this oh, like overt misogyny, right? And I'm like, that just. Just leave it. But she she she, she called them out on it. Leave right? it at home. We don't need to hear that shit. Just move on. Like just be funny out. about the fucking band. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it just to me the color commentary didn't hurt the movie, but it, I don't think it helped it necessarily. I'm just tired uh, of it. Think, and that's all I am. I, I enjoyed it. And if you see, if, if I enjoyed it, if yeah, you see uh, yeah. season two or uh, episode two, or uh, I mean movie two, mm-hmm. movie three. I mean Elizabeth Banks is is better than the. Oh, other she guy, steps up. Yeah, uh, for the the duo. Yeah. She, yeah, she's but the fact that the, we, but Ed, but Ed, 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 the fact that we have to bring them both in as what? continuous players in this trilogy. Oh no, I'm just no, tired so, of it. So in, 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 so, so in the real, in the real acapella competition, and you know, there actually is commentary. You know, if they're filming it, there's people there that's really I mean, doing Brent, that. So it's. Brent, have you yeah, not Brent, seen Best in Show? Have you Brent, not seen Best in Show? Best in Show does it perfectly. Perfect. Oh, it's the most perfect. It's the most perfect exposition it's a, it's of people. Perfect sports movie. Like, yes. <laughs> Brandon, do you not like comedy movies? No, he doesn't like comedy. Do comedy movies? He likes drama. Like comedy very he likes like drama. Like drama. And that's have it. you. Brandon, have you ever Brandon, done like live performances, like you know, uh, 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 you know, kind of like a singing group or anything like that? Have I? Facing other different no. schools? Yeah. Okay. No, no. Shit's for reals, man. I mean, shit. It was so, pretty fucking hardcore yeah, so, when I was in one of those. Yeah. What was the What was the movie? Jeremy did. Jeremy was Jeremy was in a in a, in a acapella. Was that old or, barbershop uh, quartet? No, yeah. it, 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 it was it was it was pre Glee. Um. <laughs> So one thing is I, I liked about this is it, it made me bring back of the camaraderie of a team, yes. right? of like a baseball team. And once you're on it, you're on it. Yeah. Yes, I like that. Sean, I'll idea, give you that. Right. right? You're, you're, so it made me feel college vibes. Yeah. It brought it real cool. Like each little, you know, like we were a baseball, softball, uh, basketball, and you don't mess with each other. You don't mess with each other. And then sometimes, you know, when parties happen, you know, the, the baseball players mess with the soccer players sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then no one talks about it the next day. Yeah. That's kind of like with the the trouble the troublemakers and the the Bellas here. Yeah. So Eddie, did you actually solemnly swear that you'll never have sexual relationships with the troublemaker or make your yeah, vocal so cords pop out a wolf? Well, why why on earth were, were, was it so bad? I mean, well, our school didn't have frat parties or or fraternities. So your college or, experience uh, was not like this in the oh, movie. No, 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 no. This is in, 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 in real sororities, our our real, life is better. Real sororities and frats, you're not allowed to actually. You're not allowed to actually have relations unless if it's if you have a relation, then you it has to be a real relationship. If you have another frat or another sorority, that's a real. We thing. had a, we had a great a great college life, but it was nothing like this. It was far more regimented <laughs> and far more like high so school. So what you're saying it was it was life, yeah. So no, no, I, I want to talk about the music. I know we kind of mentioned it, but uh, one negative and, and a couple positives. First off, and I'm going to get shit from Jeremy, but I hate Titanium. I hate that song with the fucking passion. And so the fact that they oh, were the playing that song dope. over and over and over just pissed me off. But I want to talk about the uh, the the Bruno Mars mashup, kind of three quarters of the way through, when she kind of shows them the sound. I think that that is literally one of the best musical arrangements. That you I'm gonna, hear, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, or not. I'm, a, I'm gonna bitch at it because I think Bruno oh. Mars is a lazy fucking lyricist. I love it's Bruno Mars' melody. He's one of the great. No, he, but that's not the thing. I look, I need something deeper. Damn it! And I'm sorry. 
Bruno Mars at the time, Bruno Mars, 2012. Bruno, Bruno Mars, Mars came out. He was hot. Huge. No, he is hot. Uh, I'm sorry. And he, his 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 halftime his show. At his halftime show is fucking incredible. The guy is a great musician. He is a lazy lyricist, and I'm sorry that his lyrics just make me want to drive my head through the wall every time I fucking hear it. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. Uh, dude, Just The Way You Are is a great fucking romance song. Those words hit hard. That's up you, there with Ed Sheeran, Sean. Dude, dude no, it's fucking hard. No, I know. I like it. Check this out. You know, seriously, he's such a good lyricist. Locked Out of Heaven. You know what that song's about? Being locked out of heaven. That's what that song's about, dude. <laughs> Listen to his words again. It's a great I, I, fucking song, dude. I've listened to his words. He's a lazy love, lyricist. I, he does not take time. Oh, I disagree. Oh no. So, <laughs> so Fat Amy, uh, she nails it in this. She makes this whole team like she yeah. is amazing on this on the on the on the Bellas. And I think I, I love how the whole Bella team, you know, like if they surprise everyone with like, like you know what, let's just actually pick good. Uh, people who could sing and then they just it's about getting on the same rhythm and also having to get some new music down the road you finally get and then you know that team captain not letting the new freshman uh take over control a little bit you know yeah. that, that that's real college I stuff mean, there and, yeah. and all doesn't sports. it have like a bad news bear type of vibe like they're like the worst you know uh singing group no one doesn't want to be in the singing group so they have to just like figure out what they're going to be well, with this type of group see, but not yeah, like the, yeah, yeah but they're not i'm gonna, I'm gonna say this that plot line is thin. It's the plot line is thin because all that happened. This is presumably a world-renowned uh, acapella group, as far as we know, who has been in the finals year after year after year. They're always in there with the troublemakers, or yeah. And one time, uh, pukes all over the stage, and that is making people not want to come be part of the group. And 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 I guess. Where was the explanation? Like, no. are they a group in decline? Because they feel like a group in decline. I would have here's, created a group in decline feeling, but all they did was create one one Sean, girl that puked, and they used it twice. They were the and it was gross dog. twice. They, they yeah. were the laughing dog they, they of their group. They were. They, I got it before she threw up. They were a group in decline because they started that song, and everyone all, all already started feeling exactly. like, oh, this. Here's song here's the problem. They, they, they are, made that. Feeling. They're boring. They're boring, and that was the whole point of it. That they yes. play everything so safely that there's nothing exciting about them you got the troublemakers out there mm-hmm. at least singing different songs it's all normal i guess acapella style but it's different right and then you've got literally the same old our our at least what i think we're supposed to get is that they've been doing this same exact set the same exact combination of songs since the 80s since ace of bass was out there and i i did get that feeling that it was just run of the mill like they're not a bad and so i jerry i don't think they're really bad news bears but what i think that they are they're just boring ass bears is what they are and, they, so and we're why- just kind of like, why uh, why add why add the vomit feature as the thing that is drawing well played away? sean why not i hate vomit and and i hate shit and that's why i hate bridesmaids and that's the only thing i remember about pitch perfect and hating pitch perfect when i first saw it in theaters is because i think that body body humor is not funny i'll tell you this much my least favorite part in the movie is the whole segment where she's like i can I can let it out and just the whole throw up it doesn't make scene sense, right? is yeah. the worst part of the movie. It's it's Good. fucking stupid. I cringe at that scene every single time I come in, especially when that fucking girl falls in and makes a fucking uh, barf angel on the fucking ground. But they use it it's like fucking it's twice. Gross. Twice. Yeah, yeah it, it gets overplayed, man. It gets overplayed. The I have to agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. The second time I got overplayed. 
The no, first time the first you were time, not expecting that. The first time they're on the decline, and this just just wrapped it up like this group is done. <laughs> like they're losing people. The first, yeah, the song was already bad. They already have old school music, and now she threw up. And this is right when YouTube became a thing. It seems yeah, like because yeah. they're like, but Bri- you know, the, Brides, the freshmen are looking at it like, and they're laughing. Yeah, I don't want to keep going on back to the same thing. But bridesmaids came out the year before this, and bridesmaids took took oh, the God. concept of like body humor, and you know the whole sh- diarrhea shitting scene, in public, uh, and that that was what people remembered. And Happens. I think that, that this was it does, but I think that this was a, a lame attempt to capitalize on that, and especially. Especially since you got Rebel Wilson in the crossover. I don't think people remember that part. I think I remember I that part of this movie. They don't remember That's that the part, part. I remember. I remember the cup. I remember. I do remember the cup. I remember the cup. Yeah. The cup See, is a big. Thing. I'm telling you right now, from someone who's never seen this movie, to have it thrown in your face twice and catch you off guard twice, and someone who's very sensitive to vomit. It, I almost turned off the movie. It like it's gross. Oh, don't you know, act like it is. It's all to you. You guys all like have that. fat hearts, guys. You guys all have fat hearts. You guys. You like gotta live heart. like yeah, live like Amy, yo. Yeah. <laughs> when she takes the burrito and she's shot in the back, that was pretty much hilarious. By the way, <laughs> really, you like that part? And you know, bumper, bumper, and Amy—they end up hooking up. No, I'm gonna tell you, Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson has turned into one of my favorite actresses that just doesn't give a flying fuck about the role. She's, she's just funny, and she was yeah. in a movie with uh, uh, Anna, uh, Anne Hathaway, Annie Hathaway, and. I think Anne Hathaway is very much like Anna Kendrick, boring as fuck. She actually made Anne Hathaway fun to fucking watch. Uh, they were both yes. spies or, or thieves or something, and it was, it was, I'm telling you, it was just funny. So, so it's between Rebel Wilson and Amy Schumer. Oh, Amy Schumer is terrible. They compared them guys. Yeah. yeah, so I like Rebel Wilson. Unless like, Amy, Amy, I mean, if you'd like to come on the show, us, we would love man. to have did you. Did you guys? Did you guys laugh with this movie? Did, Sean, did you laugh at, at this parts movie? of the movie? Yes, at, at parts I was disgusted with the vomit, and at parts I actually smiled and enjoyed the music. I, I look at. I'm open. This movie was not. Uh, it was would, not a. Five. Would you consider a musical? No, no, it's not a musical. Okay. It's a movie with music. And I love musicals. Don't, I mean, you, you're talking to the king of fucking musicals so uh, to be able to do a, a movie with music and not have a musical that's hard that's really hard yeah it's do. awesome that you have a movie with but with uh you have a movie with mclovin in it too i mean that's pretty i well did done. see mcmuffin and i was really excited about that <laughs> yeah i feel like this is the better version of of bring it on if you guys you ever oh no bring it on is better spirit bring it on is better yeah, bring it on as classic. This is a better version no, of that. Bring it on. No. no, it's the same thing. You guys are using old material, and your your this team has won many years. It and they feels like it's a mirror. Cheerleading competition. <laughs> one's about singing. Okay, they're different movies. Completely. College and one's about college. It's all about competition. <laughs> all right, so so going back to another character that that was divisive and pissed me Hater. off was uh, the quiet, mute, weird uh, Asian girl. To me, they she tried so hard to be funny. funny and she, she was, was fucking funny. funny she was so oh, funny. I don't agree with you, Brandon. She was. Oh, God. She no, was not funny. She, she, they used she her three times. They used her three times. And the third time she actually talked. And Rebel Wilson goes, you don't have to shout. <laughs> I thought I thought her bit. I thought her bit was it was dumb and stupid, but it it, it brightened up the movie, and it uh, to me it really 
It really, uh, if you ever watched this... a movie, there was a movie called Accepted, right? Uh, and it was yeah, yeah. about college. Yes. And there was one of the. Blake yeah, Lively. Was it, oh, no. it was. And one of was the it? guys who was accepted into the fake college was in telekinesis. And he was blowing up a car. And at the end of the movie, he blows up the car. Little do you know that it's somebody else blowing up the car. But he thinks he's done it through telekinesis. And it kind of made me think of this movie where you have a character who is like dead set on. The, the quiet talking to you. Can't really hear what she's... It reminded me, reminded me of Marcel the show with one shoe on. Uh, <laughs> and it was like this little quiet woman. You can't hear her, her singing. But by the end, she finds her voice. And I think that's what this movie really is about, is finding oh, your Oh, look lane, at you bringing voice, in the metaphor. Your, you know. Yeah. Exactly. I bringing the team with your friend. I still think it's a right terrible yeah, character. Everyone. Yes. Everyone has a role. No one, no one, whoever's on their own pull is not going to make <laughs> it on true. this team. That's what yeah. happens. So somebody who doesn't like this movie is probably going to be on their own pull their whole life. Brandon, I guarantee you when you were watching that movie and they were doing the whole song and all of a sudden she comes out and she goes, I did. I did kind of get off my couch. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll give it to you there. So there, I, I will tell you this. There's a few movies that, that kind of have with performances have made me stand up or not, not so much stand up, but get excited about. I would say that the, uh, the greatest showman, you know, that, that, that movie gets you up off the couch and makes you want to like enjoy the performance. This movie did give you that at the end. It, it, it gave you like a kick ass final performance. And so the think, fact that they bring in some credit. The fact that they bring in the the final song, like they they tie it together, right? That she she kind of apologizes to Jesse by showing him that she watched the show and watched the movie, watched Breakfast Club, okay. and brings that song. And I think that that was raise brilliant. the fist. It was brilliant. Raise the fist. So let me so let me let me throw you, Brandon. You you turned me on to a show I think two years ago that got canceled. It was absolutely wonderful. It was called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And Sean I Astin, thought or, that not Sean Astin, but yes. Uh, Skylar Essen was in Skylar that as Astin well. Was in it. I yeah. thought mm-hmm. uh, and here here's my problem. The 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 reason the reason that that show was successful is because the songs hit the heartstrings and really played off the emotions. And you mm-hmm. didn't really have that in pitch perfect until this moment. Until you kind of had this connection where she did apologize and she watched Breakfast Club. We've reviewed Breakfast Club on this podcast. We all fawned over it. It was one, it's one of the probably I mean it's probably one of the top 20 movies of all time. Did that effect yeah. did that affect the way that you felt if they had used a different type of 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 song or movie like what was it that nostalgic that brought it around because uh, for me that changed yes. my score yes it did and, and I'm the you know i think there's some uh some movies that that the songs stand out and you know for me um you've got breakfast club but you've also got uh say anything right you got say anything with the with the with the the boom box, I feel like that if they had used either of those two, Peter I think Gabriel. that it captures, like you said, it captures this idea of innocence. It captures ideas uh, of, of holding on to a dream. Um, and yeah, I think that it 100% manipulates us as the viewer to like this movie, or at least like the ending of it even more than we probably already would. Yeah. I got to agree with you that um, 
Brandon, that's one of my top three favorite songs of all time. And so mm-hmm. when you're using it and you're just like, oh my God, this is fucking great. You but know, you're, and you're, they not just, yeah. you're not just it using gets, it. it, it yeah. yeah. You're using it to connect to that moment. Sorry to cut you off, Jeremiah, but I mean, you like that song, not because it's a great song, but because it represents a great moment in history, a great moment in your life, a great moment in cinematic life. Like yes. it, it's, it ties all together. Yeah, it, it, the song itself, it, the song itself holds value besides the, the the you know the memories. It just like you you compare a lot of you start nowadays compare when I watch it at the very beginning, but now I, I listen to them like it has actually I enjoy it and I I think of a lot of my friends and I think of my memories and I, I hold my my truest friends closest to my heart and it's just like hey guys like. I have some love here, and it's like don't don't forget about me. I think it, what it does yeah. for this movie, it gives us like a little wink of regard to the other movies that we've actually enjoyed so much, and it actually puts it in here. And we're just like, you know what? It gives like that kind of like a a little salute to it, like, hey, you know, yeah, we have come from we come count. from that from this area from this background, and we are actually bringing the past into this movie. And I just it felt right when this happened with this movie. It feels fucking great. Did. Did anyone enjoy that part when we talked about uh, Empire Strikes Back or Star Wars and the whole? And how it like, should have been a perfect movie, but it nails. wasn't. Ed, no, how she <laughs> says, "I Darth Darth Vader is seriously is v- Vader Vader you know, is you guys know what means, Vader right? is father and dark father." Like, so it's just like, yeah, it's it. dad. <laughs> it was like, oh my god! It was like that, was like that Big Bang Theory episode when uh, Amy Farrah Fowler uh, revealed that Indiana Jones. Had no bearing on the plot in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Literally, nothing he did changed the plot whatsoever the whole time. That's kind of true. And it's like, it and you watch the show, you watch the movie, you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy that part when Anna talked about, like, oh, yeah, it's, it, it wasn't a surprise. I knew exactly how it was going to end. Like, it was, a, it was no big deal. Oh, man. Well, you know what? You know what's going to happen? You know, Acapella. he's one of those acapella girls. He's one of those acapella boys, and they're going to have acapella children, and it's going to be a, a nice, happy story. Except so you, you find out in the third one, they split mm-hmm. up, and it pisses me off. Would have ruined it from, for everybody. What? They split up? Yeah. He's in the second Fuck. one. They're now together in the second it. one. Now you they're to not it, together so. in the third one, and it really bothers me. Is she a music producer now? Does she go to I Los Angeles and shit? I can't you know? spoil he that. Probably got, he, probably, he probably got bored with her. I mean, I'm sorry. She's not exciting. Yeah. No. I had more fun with Britney Snow on camera. Yeah. Which one was okay. Britney Snow? Is that the one with the nodes? The, the red I like. The I, red I liked her. Yeah, and her transition, I think, she, is really, really good. In fact, I think that she's the most in- interesting character. Not not maybe most fun to watch. That's Rebel, uh, Rebel's character. But she's the most interesting character to watch because she develops and she kind of grabs hold of this idea of change and, and definitely pushes that for sure. Uh, excuse me. You're so right about that one, Brandon. I could try and let's do a singing group. Uh... <laughs> that brings us to the end of review. And now it's time on the podcast where each of the hosts provides a score on the following scale. Uh, Aka brother, can Aka you Eddie. provide the scale, please? We should have done a drinking game. Every time we were saying Aka, should. everyone should have had a drink. We would have been know? drunk Listeners, by about the every first time five minutes. You hear Aka from going forward, have a drink. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think the Trollmakers were the best group. I was going to ask um, if you want to join. What, what what group would you join if you had a chance? I'd definitely be with the... The Pentatonics. The, I'd be rich. The, no. Uh, the Troublemakers. I, I'd probably go Troublemakers, too. I'll go with the high notes. They seem pretty cool. <laughs> All right. So, okay, you guys ready? Zero, the perfect movie. You don't need shit to enjoy it. Uh, one, a filled your first cocktail. Two, a happy buzz. Three, you're going to Uber or Lyft home. Four, a rough morning walk to shame. Five, you blacked out, shit face, spring break, octa drunk.
uh, gentlemen, let's start with Sean. Right. Uh, so I, I have never seen this movie before, so I, I went into a pretty blank slate. Um, I was basically bored for the first 25 minutes. Uh, there was no singing. There was no really, uh, I mean, there was, I guess the opening, opening singing of songs that were 30 years old. Uh, and it just didn't, it didn't hit me. Um, it took me a really long time to get into the movie. As soon as they did their battle in the pool, I was a little bit more engaged. I was pissed off that the troublemakers did not include the, uh, part, the, 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 um, Skyler's uh, uh, roommate Benji. Benji, Benji, who was vastly superior singer to the person they picked, and I, I felt like it was a little. There was a little. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he, he was a little weird, and they didn't want to pick him, and and it kind of it hit a wrong note. And maybe it's because it's such an old movie, but I think it was the time of the movie, and it just didn't hit yeah. right for me. Um, as far as the music is concerned, I thought. The last two performances, even though uh, I believe Bruno Mars is a lazy lyricist, that yeah. whole sequence oh, was wonderful, yeah. uh, and the and the and the final sequence that they sang was great, and it it tied up the movie in a nice perfect knot. It brought in uh, Breakfast Club. It brought in an Apology. I, I think that the, generally speaking, the movie accomplished what it was set out to do, which was to entertain and to uh, to bring you some sort of conclusion on the characters that being said i think this movie was written pretty lazily no character development uh anna kendrick was boring i'm gonna give it a three and a half i, I don't think this is an average movie. Oh I, I think it's worse than average i think this movie just did not it it, it missed the tenets of what a movie is supposed to do in that there was no character development whatsoever yeah at all no character changed except for Anna Camp. And and that was so obvious of a change that it should have happened in the first 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. hmm. that's just my opinion. You must have missed half of the movie then. <laughs> Sorry. I agree. I agree. That's my I score agree. and I'm sticking to it. I'm just going to let you know. So you miss uh, uh, Brittany Snow's uh, uh, situation coming out from her nose and being all kind of like scared that she her nodes, be able to her nodes. You're you're missing hey, the you, you talk, you're Sean. missing the fact that basically Benji actually got invited to the team because the guy took a you know a chance on him and actually bumper you know bumper you to actually do something differently on that part. Uh, you miss the whole situation where like Anna Camp was actually not to be afraid and everything like that. You miss a whole lot of things there, Sean. I'm so sorry that you. I thought you would have saw that. You were just too caught up with the throat up. <laughs> throw up. The throw up. The throw up ruined it for me. Sorry, fellas. So, Jer- Jeremiah, are you going to be next? Yeah, I'll go. Just, uh, you were talking. Uh, I think okay. you're looking too much into this movie. This movie is just fun. That's what it is. Simple as that. It's a fun movie, man. It's a movie for music lovers. It's a movie for movie lovers. Simple as that, man. It's a type of movie that you want to watch to escape from the real world bullshit that we experience every single fucking day. You know, it, it's summertime happiness. That's what this movie is all about, man. I think the music is great. And I disagree with Sean. I think Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are, is a fantastic, fantastic written love song. And he's probably one of the most talented musicians out there today. Uh, I think oh, yeah. the uh, the performance was great as every performance he saw. I think it was kind of different. I'm going to say the whole throw-up thing, it's fucking stupid. It's fucking gross. I, uh, It's the worst part of the fucking movie. For the 15 minutes of that scene, it's just like you don't need it. And that actually takes it from a, a point for me. I fucking can't stand it. But... 
all in all, I had a good time with this movie. Watch it. It's a good feeling, man. It's so much fun. The cast is great. The music's great. You'll enjoy it, man. And so for me, it's a 1.75. I had a good time with this fucking movie, dude. I enjoy wow. the shit out of it. That is a very low score. It's a good movie, man. It's fun. Yeah. And it's your movie, so you can end on a high note. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, hey, don't, for, don't forget about me. Not. Um, <laughs> okay, so let, uh, this is tough for me because uh, we were supposed to record this uh, a week ago, and this is not a jab at anybody, but in the delayed time of us recording it, um, my little daughter decided that she likes the music. So she was playing this music, this movie over and over. And so for the last week, I've seen this movie now probably seven times. And after watching it for the first time for this, what I thought was going to be the only time for this, I, I really came out with a super, super sour taste in my mouth. Watching it more and more, I realized that it's a movie that, yeah, if it's on, I might sit down and watch part of it, but I'm not going to sit down and and watch all of it. I'm not going to pull it out of the shelf and say, I want to watch this movie. And for that, that's that's definitely a ding on it. Um, yeah, I watched the other two movies, and that's because, to me, the characters, they kind of – they kind of gel together. Ed, you kind of mentioned it, that we get this idea of a team. And anytime I see other people, whether it be, you know, actual athletes on, on, you know, in real life or in a movie or teams to come together, it brings back really good memories for me. And so I love watching other people enjoying people around them. If that makes sense. I love watching teams and the, the camaraderie that they have with them. And I think that we get that. I don't think that we get that necessarily in this movie though. And so in a lot of ways, my score has been affected by watching the other two movies and then kind of revisiting number one. If I'm looking at just this movie though, I think it falls short way more than it, than it succeeds. Um, you know, and, and I kind of go back to that same thing of what are we, what are we rating these movies on it's it's about the the importance of of this movie or at least the relevance of this movie to cinema in the big picture do i think that that movies have changed at all because of pitch perfect i don't i think that jeremy you hit it right on the head man it's a fun movie it's a summer movie it's a movie to put in and just kind of have in the background but it's not a movie to watch and really uh invest your time and your your worry with um and so for me it, it's a little bit less than than a half good movie or it's it's you know it's it's not um, it's not above a, a half for me. Um, I think it's it's more towards the bottom end. I think that as we get to know the characters through the other two movies, we care about them more. So the, the if we're taking the whole series into account, I think it's a higher score. But just watching and just talking about number one, I'm giving this a 2.85. Um, I think it's not quite there as a movie, but it's still... It's still enjoyable. I don't hate it, but it's just enjoyable enough to, to like I said, have on. Um, so, Ed, I'm going to kick it over to you to balance my score out. Zoom, 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 I really think it's in its own in its own class of movies, and that's I think that's what makes it hard to judge this movie. Like it's it's a movie that's almost like okay, well everyone compares it to Glee, but that's a show and has many seasons and maybe had time to build characters. Yeah. You know, Good this point. is a movie that you you have to like instantly. You have two hours, and I think they were trying a little hard with like okay, well we need a lot of like competitions, competition and. Um, it's not a musical, so uh, I, I know Sean was saying oh, like, I was waiting for music, but you know, it's not a musical. I was waiting for a little bit more from character development. I agree with that. Um, you get the idea of like, okay, uh, Anna Kendrick, she is obviously not good vibes with her dad. This is free college. The dad, you know, goes in and surprises her. 
Uh, and then also you get you get a little bit of everything for just something, uh, but it's it's not enough uh, for a, a whole development of characters. I mean, you get Benji a little bit of you know obviously he's he's always different and he's an outcast. And then his roommate Jesse, you know, he pulls up right next to Anna Kendrick, just seeing. You get the idea of like he comes from a a, a, a parents who who are together. So you get a little bit of everything, but there's not enough for the character development. And it's a fun movie. And that's what I get with this movie. It's a movie that I agree with Brandon. Um, I finished the movie and then I had some time to watch it again. So I actually only watched the scenes of what I wanted to watch. And I think that's what I get with this movie is if I watch this movie again, I only want to watch like the competitions with certain, uh, you know, when they're in the finals. Yeah. And I, I, that's what I did with my boys. And they, they didn't want to see the whole movie. They wanted to see the finals and a couple, I think, in the, uh, the empty pool. Yeah. Uh, so I show them those and they enjoy the, the heck out of that. My boys enjoy that. But then there's other parts of the movie that are dragged on. And I agree with uh, everyone when they said, you know, there's little parts where you, know, you get the story of they're really trying hard with Anna Kendrick's character. But then you, it's, it, it misses parts there with her being a DJ and music and this whole other vibe that she's trying to give off. I love Rebel Wilson and Adam uh, Bumper in the movie, uh, Brittany Snow, the redhead, and then also even Anna Camp. They're funny. They're like upper class seniors trying to make a good name for their last season mm. uh, to their team, right? So I, I know I compare myself a lot with that with when we were seniors and the freshmen coming in, you didn't gel right away, but you had to actually, you know what? I'm, I'm just want to leave something. You had to kind of bend with the rules and it had good vibes of this whole movie. Uh, is it something that I'm going to probably watch all of it? No, I enjoyed that. I watched this movie and I had it on the list. I'm going to probably put it uh, between the score between Jeremiah and Brandon. It's a movie that I liked a lot. I'm going to give this a 2.4. That's what I'm going to give. A little bit below an average movie. So I'm going to give this a 2.4. That's a little bit above average, by so the way. I, no, 2.5 is average because it's a zero to, right. zero to 5. So 2.5 is average. Uh, two, uh, 2. 4 is, so it's, it's, it's a little bit average. above average, above average yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's a 2.4. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we Come take on, those scores and we divide by four. What is Pitch Perfect get an average rating of? It gives us a 2.625. And Jeremiah, where does that put us on the list of films? 2.625. It ties for 35 in our, our list. It's uh, right with a Scream. Okay. 2.625. I think that's rated what, a little what, low. Uh, what, what, what is above it? What's below it? Above it is The Terminator, Rocky, Moulin Rouge, Hangover, Grease, and In Quiet Place, Greatest Showman. Okay. Those are what's above worse, that. What's worse than this movie? 300, V for Vendetta, The Ring, <laughs> and, and The Big Lebowski. <laughs> that's a, that's about somewhere. where it belongs. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's a 2.625. It's right around that. I think that store kind of plays true yeah, to it. It's a low average movie. It's a little bit below average. You make it sound like it's below average, like a three point five. It's not. It's no, a two no, point six. Uh, and like I said, when I get my score, it, it's it's a below average movie. That doesn't mean it's a bad yeah, movie. We, no, no, you keep saying below average. It's not a bad no, movie. I, you gave a three point no, five. It's a it's an average movie. A little bit below average. Below average movie. But I, what I'm saying is, I don't think that it's a bad it's a movie. I like look at. I not. like National Treasure. That doesn't mean national. Oh, that's a horrible. But that doesn't movie. mean National Treasure is a zero. Like I, I just, <laughs> you gotta just. You gotta, I like to see how you rate that store because you love. I do. That I love movie. the movie. I love. I love everything about that movie. <laughs> I think it's at a good spot. I think I was saying. I think Scream is a little too I low. I think Scream should. Uh, be I don't think higher. Brandon was I on agree. Scream, but it, it, 
No, I missed that so, one. Yeah. All right, if you enjoyed it, if you enjoyed our review or a fan of the podcast, we ask you please subscribe wherever you're listening and leave us a five star review on iTunes. Funny thing, I was going through our iTunes review, uh, reviews and somebody actually left us a review uh, for Wednesday, and it's no shit a five star review, and it, the first words were not the best podcast, but. <laughs> And it's a five-star uh, review. So we'll take it. We'll take, we'll take it. it any day of the week. <laughs> I appreciate that fucking review, by the way. Thank you so much, by the way, the listener. Yeah. What's not best about it? What's not best about it? I think that dude, they we're, did I'm not, happy. I'm happy with the score. I think <laughs> I'm that, happy with the score. I think, I think no, they I want to hear agree with our our assessment of Wednesday. Mm. Oh. Okay, maybe that's what baby. Okay, that's yeah. good. But uh, I appreciate the score. Thank I appreciate you so much, the score. Listener. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, you can visit uh, visit us on Instagram at the dot gentleman podcast. The dot means a lot. You can visit our website, thegentlemanpodcast.com. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do so by email at hosts with an S H O S T S at thegentlemanpodcast.com. Uh, Jeremiah, what do we have brewing for the rest of February? Oh, this is our favorite romance movies, bad romance movies coming up. And Sean, your movie is next. I'm very Sean. excited about this. So I, I I will tell you this. I have picked some old movies for this season. Oh, yes, um, he has. I know we've kind of shied away from some old movies. But what's coming up next week is uh, a gem. It is one of the greatest movies ever made. It is Jack Lemmon at his absolute peak. It is Tony wow. Curtis at his absolute peak. We know and, we know where your, where your score is uh, going to no, be. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just telling you, this movie is at its at the peak of comedy, at the peak of romance, and it's got Marilyn Monroe. So how can you go wrong? Yeah, Sean made me watch this movie with him, and you know what? It's pretty fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. That's my first time watching it. It's pretty. Uh, hey, look, guys, want to see something? I'm horizontal running. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he, dude, Rubba Wilson was on for so much, dude. She was doing so good in that fucking movie, dude. Oh, man. Just real quotes alone. I just, it's just like, good. Aka, excuse me. Aka, believe it. <laughs> well, we're going to Aka wrap this up. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for another episode. And uh, uh, cheers, gentlemen. And I just want to say for for just for my month of February, I will say thank you so much for being my friends. Thank you so much for doing this podcast. And one, two. Oh! Yee horrible. It's like a, a church gong for your Cosmo. What? Jesus. Yeah, what the fuck was that, dude? 2000, 2012, guys. Was that it? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. The tidal wave is coming. Oh, fuck.